Thanks for coming back to Golden Image Podcast. We're hoping that all these places that we uh, talk about will inspire you to go out and check them out for yourself. Because we've had a rough couple of years and we think maybe it's time to get back out there and have all kinds of new adventures. This week's episode is going to take us down to Indianapolis. We're going to look in on Union Jack's Restaurant and the Indianapolis Children's Museum. So kick back, pour yourself a drink, and who knows, maybe you'll go make a weekend out of it. Podcasts and my boys Gunner and Skyler. What's up? How's it going? You know, I got myself a really cool name. You know, I, I gave it to me back in the old days of Golden Image Radio. Golden J. You guys gonna come up with your own names like that? Little I've, radio names, little podcast names. I've had a name forever, and I'll always go by that name. So we're gonna start calling you Chico Noise. That's what it's always been. All right. I could never find anything that. Just felt like it fit, so I think I'll just stick with Skylar and be all right. Don't you have like, is it like merging spade or something you do? Yeah, gaming or that was that original gamer tag that Xbox used to assign you when you first created the account. I just uh, I never changed it. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought that was something you come up with. Nope, nope, auto generated. Yep. I remember when you got that, and it was and it was original too. It wasn't like it was anything cheesy. I just. Stuck with it. I thought about changing it a couple times, but never never got that far. Interesting. Well, you should come up with a radio name. So our listeners, we'll, we'll take a, take a, any um, comments on that, what Skyler thinks his name should be. So comment. You can email me at imageradio at yahoo.com or hit us up on Facebook. I am us. Mine came from Scott. It did very much so because you had that long hair and you always wore that bandana. Yep, yep. And you were a little noisemaker. Everybody called you the little noisemaker on your drums. Yep, pretty much. And there you have it. And it stuck. Everybody calls me Chico anymore. Everything is Chico. Chico Noise Productions. Yep. What else? That's his gamer tag. That's on his gamer Xbox. tag. Uh, at least it ain't like P Tart. <laughs> yeah. That one stuck too. That was actually Jake's name. Yeah, that and then one. Jared took it over. Jared totally stole that from his brother. Yeah. So, like, where did it come from? Pop tart. Pop tart. Oh, I thought like a poopy fart. No. <laughs> no. Uh, it had something to do with football, if I remember. If I remember correctly, they used to call him P tart on the. I field. think they called him Pop Tart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right on. Sweet. Good deal. 
Well, hey, we're here for another episode of Golden Image Podcast, where we go do shit so that you can enjoy us talking about it. And we got some interesting stuff coming up today. Where are we talking about going today, boys? Uh, Union Jacks, a little pub in Indianapolis. And I think I'm going to talk about the uh, Indy Children's Museum. Ah, two good places. Yeah, both right. in Indianapolis. Well, before we get started, I'd like to throw a shout out to my uh, my boy A-Dog. And I'd like to read to you real quick uh, a post that he put on Facebook about, about me. So if you guys don't mind, indulge me for a minute. <clears throat> this is my buddy Aaron. He wrote this. At one point, I was a DJ for 103.9 The Bear. I had a blast. It was an awesome feeling of love from so many listeners and being in the position to help local bands and businesses. Not trying to be dramatic, but I was always out doing shots with someone and any at any given time, and it caught up with me. So I took a break from 103.9, a.k.a. they fired my ass gently. And got a straight job at an RV slide-out manufacturer called Power Gear. It sucked. I mean, it wasn't a bad gig. One of the best I'd had, actually. But it didn't compare to being on stage with a crowd of 500 at a Static X concert. I miss being a radio personality. That is when Jeremy Golden asked if I would like to uh, be in a local podcast with him. Quote, you know, before podcasts were really even a thing. Tim Hiddle and I would get on the mic in my basement and broadcast through PirateRadio.com one night a week, playing all the local metal we could get a hold of, you know, like the Urinal Mints, Sonic Ash, Soko Promo. Sometimes we would drive all the way down to Warsaw to hang out with Jeremy for one of his weekly shows. What I'm trying to say is Jeremy Golden gave me back something I love. And now he's back with an all-new podcast. If you're looking for something other than what's being broadcasted on terrestrial radio or want to support local music, here is where to go. Thanks for being awesome, Jeremy. Can't wait to see what you produce. That's awesome. I thought that was a great post. I'm happy to share it on here. And and A-Dog has always been super supportive of everything I that I've done. He was one of the he was one of the first guests here. Back in that first year, he come down with Angel, and and we did a show with him. And yeah, it was good to have him on board. It was a lot of fun, and they took a lot of initiative and went up and got all their own gear and and were broadcasting through all of our stuff from their own house. So they didn't have to make that hour drive down here every week to sit in the studio for a couple of hours and do that. Yeah, huge huge shout out to A Dog. His shows were always fun, and he was. He was a fun guy to be around when he was here. And he's got that voice. Yes, he, he does. He has the radio voice. Not to mention all the spots he did and everything. They oh, were yeah. always so cool to hear when, when he got them done. They were waterfallogical photography. No, that was that was Josh and e, uh, Ian oh, that, that did was, that was one. Yeah. yeah. A-Dog did all the ones that had the mashups with, uh, right. you know, the, right. with Blade or the Dumb and Dumber stuff. You know, just the fun, you know, yeah, stuff you put together. Right. That's right. We recorded a bunch of stuff and sent it to him, and then he chopped it all up and put it in there. It was just fun to hear that. As a matter of fact, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, and by the time you're here now, you've already listened to my intro that I made. Besides Colton, your buddy Colton being in there from some of his gamer screams, rage videos, <laughs> rage videos. Uh, A dog is the one that says "Golden Image." Yeah. 
So that's his. That's the A dog voice. It was a great voice. He was fun to watch. I watched him. I used to hang out in the studio in the dark while they did him in the control room. Just hang out. Didn't wasn't part of the show. Just sat there and watched and hung out with him. Threw shit at the window to try to freak him out. You know. He taught us a lot back in the day. I mean, you know, he had that on air experience and was able to sit down and be like, you know, maybe you should look at it this way or, you know, we were just dipping our toes in at that time. And yeah, he was, he was awesome to be around and to have around. Unfortunately, I couldn't give him everything that he wanted because he wanted like a phone machine and, you know, he wanted all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, I can't afford to buy any of that stuff. He's like, no, we need that. I'm like, I'd love to have it. Don't get me wrong. It really makes you think, though, doesn't it? I mean, the original Golden Image Radio was so ahead of the curve at that point that what it could have built out to be if all the DJs would have stuck with their shows and maybe one wouldn't have gone off to college. Yeah. <laughs> you could have done it from college. Uh, the internet there wasn't very yeah, good. True. Yeah, that is true. Your internet wasn't that great, but we I remember doing a show from your uh, your college dorm apartment or whatever. Me and uh, old sissy boy went over there one <laughs> one Friday night and actually were live from from the college. That was that was fun. It was interesting, that's for sure. Do you want to talk about your roommate? Uh, he was a drag queen, <laughs> so they came up to do this uh, radio show, and he came out in full drag. I think it. I think it scared Sissy Boy a little bit. He was very unsure of what was going on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it took him a couple hours to realize that that was a dude. Right on. It was he quite did, interesting. He did really good drag makeup. I mean, oh, I knew who it was, and I still didn't. Didn't I? Wouldn't run out. Recognized him. Yeah. It's crazy. Weird that. Uh... Sissy boy thought it was weird when he ran into the gas station in a speedo. So. <laughs> well, that was a bet. Yeah, he still. actually got bet a hundred dollars he wouldn't do it, and he showed up on Golden Image Radio in a speedo because we were doing live streams at that point. And then you yeah. took him to the gas station to buy lottery tickets. Yep. Good stuff. If you uh, you go check out Golden Jay's YouTube page, he has a song. Dedicated to Sissy Boy, I believe it's uh, Shadows by Gunner. And there's actually a clip in that video of him walking into the control room in the studio and Scott, or uh, <laughs> Scotty T, almost ripping his headphones out of the wall. It was, it's one of those clips that's like famous in this house. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, and he, Scotty T knew what was happening. I mean, it wasn't a big secret. And we had actually waited and started the show, and then we made an introduction and come in. He came into uh, LMFAO's I Am Not a Whore. Yeah. So that was blaring away when he walked <laughs> he's in. He's party boy in. Sissy boy comes in, and he's doing his little dance, you know. He's just a big, he's a fat boy in a Speedo. Go figure that one. And he's dancing around to the music, and he turns around to dance towards Scotty T., and he might have rubbed his junk on his arm. And Scotty T was like, couldn't get out of there quick enough. And that's when the headphones were ripped off. Because he went out, I think the chair went with him. He just kind of rolled backwards. The headphones were ripped off. I think the microphone fell on the ground. 
But the worst part of it all was his chocolate donuts fell off and scattered all over the floor. <laughs> and that's what he was most upset about was the chocolate donut. Well, besides, you know, Sissy Boy's junk on his arm. but So there you have it. Fun times. Just good times. Yeah, those Golden Image Radio days were a lot of fun. Like I said, uh, I think it's on Golden Jay's YouTube page. Go check out Shadows by Gunner. Um, he's doing it's the a, re-release it's an, of the yeah. album this year, too. Yeah, so. we did the, at the beginning of the year, we did the Facebook Live and, and talked about the album. We had Brad Beatty and uh, Chris Stouter here to represent Donnie and Craig, who are no longer with us. So it was That was a lot of fun. It was a it was fun to listen to. Um, it was fun to sit here and experience it. It really was. Well, anytime you get a stouter behind a microphone, you're in for a ride. Yeah, we're gonna actually gonna get him in here one of these uh, for one of these podcasts and just uh, kind of let him do commentary on the side. Just I think that'll be fun. We talked about it, and he's definitely down with it. We just got to give him a call when we're ready to do to do it. So yeah, have him bring up something that. A place oh that he likes, or well, did you? You know, he uh, he just got back from Hawaii. I don't know about a month ago, and he sent me pictures while he was out there. They rented one of those spider cars or whatever, you know, the two wheels in the front and the single in the back. And him and his brother in law were dressed up as Batman and Robin driving this thing. <laughs> of course, they were. It was amazing. Oh, it was so awesome. They had such. They looked like they were having such a good time. So, yeah, uh, shout-out to A-Dog in the old Golden Image Radio days. Uh, and, buddy, I appreciate that so much. It, it means a lot to me when I read that. You know, I think I think it meant a lot to any of us DJs who were here during that time, too. You know, like, like we said over the last two episodes, that was a lot of fun. And you know, we're happy to be back in the studio kind of restarting from a, a little bit of a different point, not covering just local music, but... I mean, it was it was very touching even to me, even though it wasn't directed, directed at, at you, right? Right. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get into what we got going on today. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I think All right. Mine's Chico pretty... Noise is going to he's going to tell us about. Uh, well, you had a little experience uh, a couple weekends ago. Yeah, it was uh, a couple weekends ago. Went down to Indianapolis to see the mother-in-law and hang out and do some work around the house for her and uh hey mama mills yeah we're a wonderful lady awesome lady um so went down there did some stuff around the house for her kind of helped out and she took us out for dinner and um it took us a long time to figure out where we wanted to go and i told her i was like let's do something local let's go somewhere that i i can only get in indianapolis and She's spitting out all these places, and we were going with one of her friends, and he's like, well, let's go here or here, because his mom was going with us, too, and she's a little bit slower to get around, so any place that didn't have a ramp to get in the front door was pretty much um, what we wanted to do, so she chose to go to Union Jacks, and yeah, it was a really, really cool place, Um, decent-sized pub, a lot of beers on tap. Um, oh, a lot of beers on tap. Yeah, that's what that's, really matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most places I go, I look to see what has local beer. So, and they had Rheingeist since he made Rheingeist on uh, the Truth, which is one of my favorite IPAs. So, had a couple of those while I was there. But yeah, it's at six two two five West Twenty Fifth Street and Speedway on the uh, southwest side of Speedway. Okay. So right when you pull off four sixty five, it's right there on your right hand side. So. 
nice looking pub on the outside. Looks like a barn almost, which is kind of cool. Really? It looks like a barn? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Big old, uh, the Union Jack, the, what is that, the British flag? I I haven't looked it up. I, 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 believe I, so. I, I probably should have looked it up, but. Yeah, I think it's the British flag. That's what, it's named after the Union Jack, so that's what was on the big old sign up out front, so. Yeah, they had a really, really cool, a ton of memorabilia for Speedway. Since the, the racetrack's there, they had all this stuff, all the old little scale model cars and all that stuff was there, too. Yeah, so. in case you in case you don't know, Speedway is actually, we consider that a suburb of Indianapolis. Yeah. It is actually right where the Indiana Motor Speedway is at. Yep. Indianapolis Motor Speedway, sorry, my bad. So you know every every Memorial Day when they have the big the big race and every year later in the year when they have the Brickyard that's where it is. And I don't think people realize that the track is actually in Speedway. I'm assuming that the town was named after the track, you yeah. know, Speedway, obviously Speedway. But I, I the Murderers did an episode about a, a a murder that was in Speedway, and it, I think they still kind of missed the fact that it was still in Indianapolis but it was that Speedway's its own entity down there it's a big it's a big deal it really is it's like you know going four years to college when the when the race happens it's like being at a huge college party there's so many people walking around the streets and all you can hear is the track and especially during qualifying you hear all the cars going through and if you live within you know four or five blocks of the track all you hear is those cars going by all the time Fun fact, when I was in high school and I used to be in the tech club, we went down and we we built these little cars that were supposed to get the uh, super gas mileage. That's the track we ran around on those cars. Yeah. So I got to drive that track two or three times. And that's awesome. At, you know, 10 miles an hour. Yeah. Your mom did, for one of like her senior trip in high school, she did, that was one of the places they went. And I think they actually took a car around the track. Yeah. Not a... Indy car, and you know it's like a seven seater, eight seater, whatever it was, you know, but drove around it. And they talk about the banking on that, oh yeah, and how yeah. steep it is, and how we don't re- nobody realizes how steep that banking is until you're standing on it. Yeah, but we've also been there for uh, brickyard qualifying, and I mean, there's just so much going on. Even yeah. at that time, it's crazy. Well, the the five hundred is. Uh... Or, yeah, the 500 is crazy. There's so many people, and people have bands in their garages, and you're just walking down the street, and people are sitting out in lawn chairs on the side of their yard on the roads, and people just walk by, stop by, talk, chat. There's vendors everywhere. It's just a giant tailgate. I feel like maybe we should all go down for the 500 and do an episode on that. We should. It's it's a fun time because yeah mama mill still lives relatively close to she i know she moved but she's a lot further away now than what she was then but she has friends that are blocks away from right on the track so mama mills were coming a little sidetrack there yeah sorry that's all right i mean it's still we're still talking about speedway (laughs) yeah well let's get back to union jacks now that we've talked about speedway in general yeah um yeah you walk in it's super low light you walk in it's pretty dark and they have shelves all along the main wall as you walk in the front door that have all these cars and these cases full of cars. And up you look up and there's stuff hanging from the ceiling, all parts, car parts. And it was just a cool little venue. I mean, cool little place to go. 
um, tons of stuff on their menu. There was all different things, burgers, sandwiches. Well, let's talk about what you had. What yeah, did I, you have while you were there? I had what was called the, the Cubano sandwich, which was just a Cuban. Um, had ham, salami, pepperoni, some hot pepper cheese, mm. pickled stuff like, on like there. Like pepper jack cheese? Is yeah, that pretty much. A little, little heavier than pepper jack? Yes. It, was, it wasn't super spicy, but it, it was good. Um, but the best part of it, it had some fried pickles on top of it, just nice. scattered all over the top, and some spicy mayo. So that was good. So what did they, um, what did the other people who were with you have? Oh, man. Sarah had the uh, the burger love, which was just a burger with a fried egg on top. And you know how much we love a burger with a fried egg you on top. You cannot go wrong with a burger with a fried egg. Anything with a fried egg on top, really. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I think everything. We, we had chips and queso as an appetizer, and everybody just kind of ordered something different. So that's pretty much all I got for the food. There was, like I said, the menu was pretty extravagant. They had a lot of stuff on there and a lot of beers on tap. But there are two locations in Indy, too. So one of them's kind of Speedway-based. The other one's a little bit further north. And I think that one is just a plain old pub. So I'd like to go try it at some point. Is that like Carmel or something like that? It's on the other side with that Fishers, I think. Yeah. Be right off uh, 69. You guys know fi- you guys know Fishers, you know that's where IKEA's at. Yeah. Uh, I've spent a lot of time in Fishers since uh, about mid December. So IKEA, Shake Shack, you can't go wrong. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff down in Indy. It just I'm always so much am- to do. I'm always amazed at how much like the big cities have that we don't necessarily have. You know the cool stuff, maybe you know like Union Jacks or Shake Shack or. White Castle, you know, we don't have a White Castle. What the nearest one's an hour away down in Kokomo? Yeah, I think so. Valpo, Valpo has a White Castle. Valpo has White Castle. Oh, that's a little bit closer, just a, just a hair. You know what Speedway does have? They have a red burrito, and I'm pretty sure it's the last red burrito that is around anywhere. Red burrito. And and in case you don't know, Skyler, do you know what red burrito is? Have we talked about this? I can't say that I've heard of it now. Red burrito is an entity of Hardee's. And so it's actually in a Hardee's, kind of like what you, kind of like what you had with like, you know, KFC or Long John Silver, whatever that may be. But red burrito, there was only like three or four of them in the state of Indiana. Gas City had one. We used to have it all the time when we come back from. Muncie. Muncie. Um, and Marion had one, but they've since shut them out uh, of the Hardee's. But, yeah, their tacos and burritos were the were pretty damn good for it, fast food. It kills Taco Bell. It really does. Like, Red Burrito, it's just, it's a lot, it's almost like it's better quality more than anything. But Yeah, but what's price comparison? I mean. Pretty similar. Yeah. 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 Your grandma even liked Red Burrito. Did she? Yeah. But, yeah, Union Jacks. It's a, it was a cool place. Definitely should visit next time we're down there. I'm sure Recom- we'll go back. Recommended to go to Union Jacks down in Speedway. Yeah. And you're dying to try the other one out in Fishers. Yeah, I think that one would be just as good. So I get this text message with a, well, it was a Snapchat while he's at Union Jacks. And it's a list of all the beers. That was Union Jacks, right? No, that was O'Reilly's afterwards. Oh, afterwards. That was yeah, so we go to Union Jacks and we went with Brad and his mom and, um, we decided let's go out for a couple more beers afterwards. So I, I love O'Reilly's. It's an Irish pub. Um, they have these 
uh, nachos that are so good. They're uh, corned beef nachos, and they're potato chips. They're not regular chips, so or tortilla chips, I guess. But yeah, well, that's we a pretty big difference between tortilla chips. <laughs> yeah, and sorry, <laughs> regular chips are potato chips to me, I guess, not tortilla chips. Um, but you think nachos, you think tortilla chips. We've been to O'Reilly's with Mama Mills. Yeah, yeah, yep. it's a really cool place. But I love those nachos. So we, and it's right down from um, where her mom lives. But we went over there and pull up the menu, and yeah, you can go from there. <laughs> so yeah, I get this text message, and it's just a, he sends me a, a Snapchat of, of of a picture of the list of beers. I mean, the list of beers is long. He goes, "I give you fifty bucks, so you can tell me which one uh, I'm drinking right now." And you know, obviously, Blue Moon's on this list. But what was the other one? There were there were a ton of beers. There was. Um, the uh, strawberry blonde, six foot strawberry blonde, was and on that's there. the one I guessed, yeah. and I was wrong. That, my friends, is a good beer. Yeah, yes, it is. And that's um, Quaffon, right? Quaff, yeah, yep. That down in Nashville. You don't ask me to pronounce it. <laughs> it's part of hard truth. Yeah. I have a I have a pretty good friend who is their carpenter down there, so he yeah. brings me stuff all the time. Yeah, it's a good beer. It is a good beer. I think I had it the first time when we were down in Muncie. Yeah, watching you play. Yep, I really liked it. That's right. When I was playing at uh, Be Here Now, yeah, that's a, that was a good night. I can never remember the name of that place, but yeah, it was fun. It was uh, that was a good time. But that is a great beer, and that's the one that I guessed when I saw it on the list. I looked at Blue Moon because he's notorious for drinking Blue Moon. Yep, gotta love it. And uh, I was like, no, he went for the six foot blonde. I had a, a six foot strawberry. Was that one? But there was a blonde. And that's the one I had on that list. Um, I also had uh, uh, a couple more beers while I was there too. So. Go to an Irish pub, you gotta have a Guinness. I had a Guinness while I was there. You guys and your Guinness. You go to an Irish pub, you gotta have a Guinness. You you love Guinness, don't you? I I do like Guinness. Um, I haven't drinking Guinness since Jess brought me back one from the brewery in Ireland. Right, right. Yeah, you know, she brought me back a. I can't even remember the size of the can and. I kind of just let it sit because I was scared to open it. But when I did, man, that was the best Guinness I ever had. Well, and, you know, once again, back to Golden Image Radio days, the the Irish band uh, Mike Got Spike from Ireland, they always talked about that the beer here sucks compared to actually what it is in, over there. And Guinness is an Irish beer, isn't it? Am yeah. I right? Yeah. yeah. Wow, it would have been really stupid if I'd have been wrong there, right? <laughs> But yeah, that, so you probably got the really good stuff. I drank Guinness for the first time with Sissy Boy, and it just wasn't my thing. It's just too dark, too heavy. I think you would like it more now. I have my palate. Has definitely the palate, changed. the palate change thing. From yeah. When we started drinking craft beer, which was pretty much when I turned twenty-one, we started drinking a lot more craft beer. Yeah, and yeah, a lot has changed. It's true. I drink a lot more. I enjoy whiskey so much more too. So I think the first Guinness I had was with. With Jared, and it was one of the cans with the, the aeration ball in it. Yep. Where you open it, and it just fizzes all over. That's, I never, I never had one of those because like, they make them in different. You can different things do that. That's what I have sitting up on my my shelf with all my really cool liquor bottles, you know. And you just shake that bad boy. You're like, what's in there? Because yeah. mm-hmm. at first I didn't know. I was still fairly new to the drinking beer as I was building my palate, and it's like. It's like a maraca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Arriba. Wait, wrong country. But I mean it does. It 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 helps keep 
like a healthy head on the beer itself, and it's it's really interesting. Drinking them on draft is cool too because you pour a Miller Light or a Bud Light and it just pours, but you pour Guinness and it takes time. Like I mean, you have to tilt the glass and sit there and just wait because it's so thick that it just slowly fills the glass. I tell you guys, if you ever want to have a good beer conversation, uh, the owner of the company I work for, Jamie, he is like a connoisseur. So he, he's been all over the place, and that's one of the breweries he swears by is the Guinness Brewery in Ireland. He's like just drinking it. You know, you walk up there and you you open up the keg or whatever they pour it out of, or, and he's like, it's just a different experience. So, Yeah. Sweet. All right. So Union Jackson Speedway yep. with a satellite up there in Fishers. Recommended by old Chico Noise here. Yeah, it was really good. If right you're on. ever in Indy, stop by. Good stuff. Get the Cubano. Get the Burger Love. Burger Love. I love and burger. whatever else they have on the menu. It all looked really good. So. You guys do an app? You said nachos? Yeah, chips and queso. Right on. Yeah, and it, it was good. It was pretty good. Right the, the worst part about the whole experience, we the table that they sat us at, there was a TV above us, and the subwoofer in the speakers that they were playing music out of was blown. Oh. So every time the bass would hit, it was like, <laughs> and it would just rattle. So that was kind of annoying, but don't sit at that table. There you go. Yeah. Pick a different table. Sit at the bar. <laughs> sit at the bar. All right. What was the address down there one more time? Uh, it's 6225 West 25th Street, Speedway. All right. There you go. Make sure you leave that with me so I can put it in the show notes. Got it. All right, Chico Noise. That's, that's good. <laughs> a nice job. Thanks. Thanks. It's kind of the guinea pig there. Yeah. Really. I mean, we did one last time, but that's really the first. We really turned some people on to the South End Record Show. Uh, Ashley was all about it for murder. She was... Uh, she went back and looked up and saw your picture. Jess went and looked up, too. She's I like, you didn't tell me there was a picture of you. It's like, yeah, it's a good picture, isn't it? I'm so proud of it. Did you go back and look at that guy next to you that looks kind of similar to you? No, I did not. <laughs> he Was yeah. Was he wearing a beanie, too? Were yeah. you both wearing a beanie? I don't think so. I, don't think I, don't think I think that guy was wearing a beanie, and I think that's what did it. Yeah. It's because his hair was sticking out the same way yours does, and he had a little beard going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, South Bud Record Show coming up April 3rd. We'll be back up there, so probably run into... A few people we know now. I wouldn't doubt it. Gotta That's why it. we're doing this, right? That is exactly why we're doing this. And speaking of, are you ready, Sky? Uh, Your turn. Sure. Yeah. Your turn, buddy. What do you got for us today? I think we're going to move into a little more of a kid-friendly area. So what you're saying is you weren't drinking beer at the place <laughs> that you went to? I was not. Um, towards the end of January, early February, we went down with Alicia, the host from one of the hosts of Murder Nerds yep. to the Indie Children's Museum with our kids and significant others. It's a great museum to start off. Yeah, The kids always have a blast when we go down. The exhibits are always really cool to walk through. The prices vary. For an adult to get in, it's anywhere between 23 and 31, depending on the day. For children, it's between 16 and 25. They do offer... Six or seven different membership types. The basic is two twenty five with unlimited visits for one year, and that includes a slew of other things. The basic plus two, which means you get two additional guests every time you go, is two sixty. The individual, which is one person plus one guest, is one seventy five. 
and then they have their discovery package at 300 the explorer package at 500 and the innovator package at 750 that just you know those different packages offer you so many different things i didn't take the time to write them all out it's on the website indiechildrensmuseum.org dot org not to be confused with dot com dot org the exhibits while we were there um all the outside exhibits were closed due to it being the January in India yeah. yeah so the indoor exhibits they have a really really cool train exhibit that dates back to like the 1850s they just talk about railroads through Indiana especially in Indiana being the crossroads rates crossroads state at the time so the fireworks of glass which is they have a giant glass tower that runs up the center of the building that one that one is permanent yes the glass yeah, tower we is saw permanent. that right we, yeah it's been years since i've yeah. been down there but we saw that one that is pretty amazing isn't it really cool yeah. and you get under it because they have like a glass floor and you can just look up and see all the different light reflecting off the glass pieces and Maker's Mark, the place down there in in, uh, in Kentucky, has their final room that you go into after you take the tour to go into the uh, gift shop. Have something similar to that. They have a the hallway that you go in has a completely glass ceiling with all that blown glass and colors and yeah, it's pretty amazing too. But the one in Indy is an amazing one to see. The one at the Children's Museum is an amazing one to see because you can look at it for hours and never see the same thing twice. Yeah, and I mean it's it's three stories tall. Yeah, yeah. Just now to go and look the at the train it. though. The train one is that just a seasonal exhibit or because like if I'm stop me if I'm wrong, but don't they do like Moving three exhibits. months or six months of an exhibit and then they change it around or maybe a year? I don't even know. They do. I think in uh, COVID times, them changing up their exhibits has kind of dulled a little slowed. bit. Slowed. Yeah. A majority of these that I'll go through seem to be permanent with maybe small changes here or there with one that was started after we went because I looked at the website to see what was going on. So the All Aboard and the Fireworks are permanent exhibits. Yes. Okay. The All Aboard is permanent. Yes. It's on the bottom floor, and it's just trains, man. It's super cool, especially if you're into that kind of stuff. Nice. I, I like trains. I don't know if I'm super into trains, but I like trains. I'm not super into trains either, but the, you, they have, like, all the model trains from, like, the 1800s. So some really? of those things are, you know, they, they put, like, price tags on them or whatever. Like, this thing's worth $500,000. Really? Yeah. This is a one-of-a-kind blue stream whatever that we got from Ireland. <laughs> I mean, damn. wonder what my Tyco train set that I had from 1973 is <laughs> worth. You might be surprised. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think I ever a train set. They also have a very, very nice play area for the children. I think it's five and under, six and under. Uh, it's got, you know, like a little water area where the water comes down. Big tree that the kids can climb all netted in so they don't fall. An area specifically for children under two. Very, very nice play area. One of my favorite exhibits is called The Power of Children. 
we didn't spend a lot of time in there because if once you've been through it once, it's kind of like you know you know everything. That covers Anne Frank, Ruby Bridges, Ryan White from Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and uh, I apologize if I say this wrong, Malala Yousafzai. She's the youngest Nobel Peace Prize winner in history. They also do the Treasures of Earth, which is the shipwrecks and the terracotta warriors and all that fun stuff. A little ancient Egypt thrown in there. I remember that. That that, that was. I thought that was an in and out. I thought that was wasn't. I didn't realize that was permanent, but I remember seeing that. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of those cannons and stuff that they have in there are still they're still preserving it in salt water because they can't let it out of that because it'll it'll they'll disintegrate. Yeah, they're doing the electrolysis or whatever to it to right. get the rust and stuff off to restore it, I guess. But yeah, that's super cool to just yeah, sit there and watch. Well, even going through the t- those warriors with all those statues and all that stuff is just so cool. We went Jess was still pregnant with Aspen. We went with Grandma. So it'd been 2014 to the terracotta exhibit that they had down there where they brought in the actual terracotta warriors and all the artifacts. So if you keep your eyes open, they do bring in stuff like that too. That was yeah, very just, cool. Once you go to the website, you can get on their email list and right. they'll email you everything that's coming up for the year or month or whatever is going on. Yeah, so those those last three are permanent too. Sorry, I should be saying that as we're going. They have the Beyond Space, which is their big like walk through space shuttle you get it. kids can go and play with all the buttons and um and how did you keep roy from playing with all the buttons oh we just let him play just let him in. play oh yeah <laughs> he just kind of walked around on his knees and nobody thought any different they thought maybe he was just a very advanced toddler a bearded baby a bearded baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh they do have the american pop exhibit too now this has been there for several years, so at this point I think it's actually a permanent fixture in the museum. But they added on the Barbie You Can Be Anything. So it was a giant Barbie exhibit on the front end of it. Why are you smiling when you say Barbie? It was weird walking in there. It's, you know, I, I'm i not into, the, into dolls, so... <laughs> Your house is full of baby dolls. and Yes, it is, and my littlest one loves them. And she probably just thought that was the greatest thing ever, didn't she? Uh, yeah, I yeah. think the, the girls had a lot had a lot of fun in there. But they, you know, they had like a small rock climbing wall and stuff, so even Aspen and Azure enjoyed it. It's nice. But I think that Barbie part of it is temporary, and then the actual American pop. Is like a long hallway of comic books and just all pop culture stuff. Yeah. In there? Okay. And then they have the Take Me There series. So they take this room and they build it out like different parts of the world. While we were there, it was Greece. So you can go in and they have like a giant airplane that you go in and sit down and watch a boarding movie on Greece. And then you walk through like markets and. It's it's just a cool little cool little area. I like it when they do stuff like that. When you get to feel like you're going somewhere, you know, you get into get into a thing. Um, I know you two don't remember, but the the football hall of fame when we were there twenty five years ago, <laughs> that was kind of you had they had this. It was 
something that was brand new when we were there was you went into a little theater and had the big screen and it was you were in the locker room before the Super Bowl. Then that everything turned and you walked down the hallway and then the video was about going out on the field and was that what you, is that kind of what you're talking about is do stuff like that? Uh, sort of. I mean, it's it, if you ever been on an airplane, you while you're sitting there and they're going over like the pre-flight, pre, hmm. the pre-flight stuff. That's kind of what it's like. The monitors up front, the windows have the screens on them, so it looks like you're flying and nice. But it, there's a big door on the backside that just leads you back into the exhibit, so it's not like a moving exhibit per se. Right on. Well, you kind of get that feel like you're on your way to Greece. Exactly. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I feel like that place is ever-changing, and there's a lot of new things. You can go back, and you'll always find something new, and you can enjoy a lot of the same things that you saw the last time. So. Yeah, it's it's not like uh, new fields where pretty much everything is stationary, which is the art museum down there in Indy. You know, it's they don't change it a lot, and I probably will actually talk about new fields in a later episode because I want to talk about the Van Gogh exhibit that right. we experienced. But and coming up, well, I guess around Thanksgiving time, I'll actually probably cover the Indiana State Museum too. Yeah, which is a really cool museum down there. So this leads us into the first non-permanent, and I think probably the only non-permanent exhibit that was open now. And that is the Doc McStuffins exhibit. <laughs> Doc McStuffins? Like the cartoon Doc McStuffins? Like the cartoon Doc McStuffins. All right. This was not open while we were there, so we didn't we didn't get to go in and experience it, but it is now, in case you want to go. It's open now. Right. Okay. Um, I guess it, it just, it runs you through like an episode of... Doc McStuffins. I, I don't. I've never watched it, so I don't know exactly what it entails. I think she's a ER veterinarian or something. But I've watched it, but I cannot remember. <laughs> it's been a while. I think me and Aspen watched it a couple times. He never asked for that one for me. So no, no. The outdoor exhibits. I'll just run through real quick. They don't reopen until March 19th, just a couple weeks away. But they have the Avenue of Champions, which is sports legends through history. Um, that has people like Demarcus Beasley, Reggie Wayne, Wayne Gretzky. Just I guess it's a statue walkthrough or whatever. They got Joe? They got Joe Montana in there? They did not. Oh. At least it didn't say his name on the website. Bummer. You think a museum in Indiana would definitely have Joe Montana. And seeing as how he went to Notre Dame. You'd think. I would think. They got Reggie Wayne, though. Red, so Reggie sure. Wayne. Did they have uh, Reggie... Red, it, um, what was the basketball player, Reggie, that played for the Pacers? They might have. I only... I took a I took a pretty small sample of the statues they had through there because I didn't know that people would really be interested. In you didn't know that when you said sports that we would be like, oh, what, what, come on, get, come on, man. You got to tell us who's going to be there. They're just they're statues though. I mean, probably with little excerpts on the plate. Yeah, themselves. yeah, little plates to talk about them. The outside also has a basketball, football, racing, golf, tennis, baseball, hockey, and a fitness path and track field that is all still closed until the nineteenth. 
So once that opens up, you can take the kids out and play play any of those sports. Nice. So here's my big disappointment with the Children's Museum. Is the Dinosphere was closed while we were there. You'll have to explain what the Dinosphere is. The Dinosphere is their is their big dinosaur exhibit. It's it's a big dome shaped room with the fossils and all that stuff. So I think the big draw to the Indie Children's Museum is the Dinosphere. That's the one that has the animated Tyrannosaurus Rex and stuff in it, doesn't right. it? Right. Okay. I believe so. Yeah, we yeah, I remember being in there. They are revamping it. And it is to open on March nineteenth of this year. So you gonna make another trip down to go see it? Uh maybe. Maybe not anytime soon. Right on. So when you pull up to the children's museum, that's the one that has all the dinosaurs on the outside. Too, yeah, right? yeah. That's you'd think seeing that 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 would be the biggest pull. Is to go well, see but I mean, to be fair, and I understand that you're you were disappointed that it wasn't open because that's what you want to see. But you know, when you're remodeling it, you I mean what are you going to do? Yeah, right, right. Exactly. And they're coming off the end of COVID, and they probably weren't having a ton of visitors anyway. So why not now? This would be the best time to do it. Make that thing better because that thing was, if I remember right, that that dinosphere thing is freaking awesome. It's yeah. it was it's very big too. Yeah. I mean, you spend a a good hour or two just walking just around, walking looking around. at looking at everything. Yeah, don't they have buttons to push too? Or didn't I can't remember. They might have. I, I think so. Yeah. So a couple of the future exhibits they have coming in, they actually have a Scooby Doo exhibit where you get a walk through a mystery with Scooby Doo. No, you do not. Yep. You get to solve the case with the team and learn a little bit more about everybody. Did old man Jenkins yell at me <laughs> at the end? Uh, like, I'd have got away with it if it wasn't for you kids <laughs> and that dog. I'm sure he probably does. And then they have a uh, Emmett Till and Mommy Till Mobley, which is a civil rights um, movement case. Oh, okay. Exhibit coming in. So Nice. I might have to take your mom down to that Scooby-Doo thing. Yeah, it it sounds like it'll be really fun. Um, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to maybe actually going back down then and checking that out. Masks are still required, guys. As of today, the release of this episode, the website said that the masks are still required for two and over. Okay. And if you want to learn anything more about the Children's Museum, it's childrensmuseum.org. So go check it out. What's the address down there? Did you get the address? Uh, I do have the address. I had to pull up on my phone. 3000 North Meridian Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, 465208. There you go. Sweet. Ah, the Children's Museum. Been a while since we've been down there. Yeah, we went. It's been years since we went, so... I'm actually kind of looking forward to going back down there, too. It's it's a fun, big place. The issue is is the exhibits that are permanent, kind of, once you've been through them once, you're like, okay, what a, I want something new to look at. Well, if I remember correctly, it's exhausting. There's so much to do and so much to look at. And by the time we even got, what, like to the fifth floor or whatever, and there's like five sections there's five floors and there's three three well i take that back because they do have a like a basement level. yeah i mean by the time we got to the top and then the carousel that they had up there i mean i was exhausted it just 
it's a lot to take in. So yeah, be prepared, get your rest, and because there's a lot of walking and it's a lot of looking at, and and it's amazing. Don't get me wrong, I'm I'm not not definitely not saying that. It's just you will be tired when you leave that place because there's so much there to do. Well, of course, and then we left and drove up to Fisher's and went to Ikea, which is another (laughs) four hours of walking. Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. We could do a whole episode just on Ikea. We really could. Yeah. If you've never been, you should. I mean, I think everybody should go just to experience it. Yeah. The one in Fisher's is really nice. It is. Um, That's just too much. It's too much to look at. Yeah. It's true. All right. Nicely done. Nicely done, gentlemen. Yeah, not bad. Thanks. Very good. Hopefully you guys can, uh, if you're making an indie trip, you got the Children's Museum, you can head down to Speedway to go to Union Jacks and get a get a uh, burger and a beer. And You'll need a burger and a beer after you spend all day at the Children's <laughs> Museum. Get to relax a little bit. The kids, uh, I'm assuming they had kids' food there. Can you get the kids oh, yeah. to get in I'm there? Pretty, I'm pretty it's sure. It's a family they, restaurant. Yeah. yeah, right on. All right. Hey, don't forget um, to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash golden image podcast. And while you're there, uh, jump over to our friends at Murd Nerds uh, on Facebook. You know, they're always doing episodes every week. True crime in the state of Indiana. Can't go wrong. Anything else? Uh, Yeah, make sure you rate, review on whatever... Uh, podcast app you're listening from. We really appreciate the feedback. Yes. Definitely need the feedback. Let us know if we can do anything better or if you think we're doing just fine. Or tell us if we think we suck. That'd be... I might cry, but... I, I wouldn't. you find me in a corner. You <laughs> It'd know, still crying, be good to know. Crying away. All right. Yep. You get us on all your streaming sites. We're still working with the whole iTunes thing. I don't know if it's come up on there yet or not. Apple Podcasts? Yeah. But we are on Spotify. We are on Google. We're on Stitcher. Um, Podbean. Podbean. Yep. So you can find us around. All right. Gentlemen, nice work. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks when we come back. Yeah. Thank you very much. Later. Later.